Who needs a retirement plan? Run across the border, denounce your citizenship, and literally just walk back in. Everything's free. You're welcome. The Kate Daly Show starts now. M, which we saw the emblem of all over this migration. IOM stands for. This is the International Organization for Migration, and it is a branch of the UN. Uh, which uh, you should read their website and their their white paper at the website in which they have a, at best, utterly childish understanding of the impacts of migration. They view it as a purely good thing. Um, but okay, so you've got this diverse migration, and then you've got this other migration, and everything is flipped on its head. Um, but in, in any case, this is a camp that is almost entirely Chinese- uh, in origin, these people largely come a different route. They skip most of the peril of the Darien Gap by traveling by boat. We are not allowed into the camp. The migrants themselves are utterly unwilling to have a conversation, though it is clear that there are those among them who speak English. They pretend not to. They um, There is just a hostility um, when one tries to interact. And I also had the sense, this is obviously not something I can be certain of, but I had the sense that after trying to interact, that uh, there were a couple of individuals who became very interested in figuring out who we were and what we were trying to discover. That, that is to say, ostensible migrants who acted in a way as if they were part of an intelligence gathering uh, operation. Interesting. That was Dark Horse uh, talking about his interactions down uh, down south of the border. <laughs> Interesting. Welcome to the show. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. And of course, we have Chris Ann Hall. So we got to put her right on because I don't want to miss a minute of this. And uh, and that took up too much time. So how are you, Chris Ann Hall? I am fabulous. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Chris Ann Hall, if you're new to the show, um, is our constitutional attorney and expert. And um keeps us very aware on the show for a very long time about the Constitution and the headlines and the Constitution and what what uh, what it means. It's not written in Chinese. I love it when you say that. It's very easy to understand <laughs> and right. not a foreign document. And so right. um, I love it that you're on. And um, the border is a hot issue. It's a very hot issue right now. And any thoughts on that co- on those comments coming in? Yeah, I'm tired of the, the games. I'm absolutely tired of the game. So the big headline today is that the Speaker of the House Mm -hmm. tells Biden, you could stop this with a a swipe of your pen. And Biden (laughs) says, I don't have the authority to do that. And, and, you know, it's rather hypocritical for Biden to claim to stand on the Constitution to say he can't do something when, (laughs) you know, that's never really been a concern for him before. Yeah. But, you know, if he was really going to be constitutional and if the Speaker of the House was really wanting the border closed, then they would both read the Constitution and they would Biden would say, "Okay," to the Speaker of the House. All right, Congress, order me to close the border because, hello, that's what Article one, Section eight, Clause 15 says Mm -hmm. that Congress has to call up the truth Mm -hmm. to repel an invasion. But Wait a minute. And that Article four, Section four. But we're a Republican. We're a Republican-held Congress, so this is good news. We could do it, right? Right now, we could do it. Okay. Right now, all they need is a simple majority vote hmm. to call up the militia and tell the president to to repel the invasion. 
right there. Article 1, Section 8, Clause but, 15. Yeah. And then Article 4, Section 4 kicks in and says that the, the entire federal government will work together to repel an invasion. But I remember the last election time they were telling us that we had to have a Republican House and we had to get the win so we could do this. So what's stopping us? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm still wondering why the Speaker of the House is standing at the border telling the president to do it. Interesting. Uncle Milty? Well, I mean, they don't bother hmm. declaring war. Why would they get involved in this mess? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Why um, aren't the governor? I mean, I'm happy that yeah. we have 27 states. Maybe we have more this time that say they'll stand with with um, with Texas. But mm -hmm. I'm just wondering when that's going to start. Hmm. So Mike's telling us, Speaker of the House, Mikey is telling us that um, the president should do this. Not understanding Congress's role, apparently, or I thought he was a patriot. Apparently, uh, apparently he can't read Article One, Section Eight, Clause Fifteen. <laughs> But I thought he was a patriot. I mean, he spoke, he said the right things, Chris Ann. Oh, and he prays. He is a patriot. He just can only count the 13. Uh, <laughs> and people wonder why we have such a problem with the parties, even our own. So, um, Oh, because nobody wants the, the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And if you're really honest about it, mm -hmm. all that banter about how Trump was all like, hey, we don't want... Uh, all that stuff. But Trump doesn't want you to solve the border because he wants to run on it. Mm -hmm. um, that's not Trump. That's the Republican Party. Yep. So perhaps the reason the Speaker of the House mm -hmm. is still running his m mantra and talking points full of errors that uh -huh. brought Biden needs to do that mm -hmm. is because the reality is the Republican Party doesn't want the problem solved. Well, no truer statement has ever been said on this show. And I, that's, and that's what the hard part is that we're conservative radio and people don't understand that when we bring up the Republican party and the lies that we're told that the right should wake up and realize this. So we have no reason, no excuse to not recognize that the country's only gone in one direction for a hundred years. And it's not, it's not getting better because we have a side that has to win. Every time we get the win, we never do anything with it. Correct? No, here's the thing. American people are good people. Mm -hmm. American people are generous people. Yep. American people are, are patriotic people. Mm -hmm. American government is corrupt, evil, and worthless. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. And they it's do not represent. It's time that the good part of America start electing good people to fill the role of this evil corruption. And not the not the party hyped up people that where everybody goes in for the right. endorsement because that's a big weaponized tool now is the endorsement and it gets them in, and so you're going to have to vote your conscience right, but it's going to take some time because you're not going to see the fruit of that right away. It, it's going to take a while for everybody to start doing it, but at some point we really have to start doing it. I've noticed some changes. Well, it, people going independent. And yeah, and here's the thing: it's not about a party mm -hmm. affiliation either. It's about having integrity and doing your job with integrity and then accountability and holding people accountable. What would we you, need to uh -huh. stop having people get automatic reelection. Yes. If you go up there and you don't fulfill your promises in the first term, you're gone. Yep. We don't need term limits. I want to say that again. Yep. We don't need term limits. We need electors 
who will stop reelecting worthless politicians. Because the because elections term are limits term limits. Just make lazy voters. Yes. The elections are term limits and it doesn't work with the presidency yes. and they have term limits. So right? <laughs> we still get the same junk, right? So let me yeah. ask let me ask you this. What do you want to ask a question, Milty? No, that's okay. okay. Go ahead. Do you, um, what would you ask somebody that's running for office to get to the heart of what that person's about? Well, I mean, I, there, there's no magic potion. It's really not about asking the right questions. But it's about having the right relationship. Mm-hmm. You have to have relationships with these people. And I'm not saying you take them out to dinner and marry them. I'm saying you've got to get together. You've got to know them more than once. You've got to know them before they go to the ballot box, right? Mm-hmm. I would say if you're going to ask questions, ask the simple ones first and see how they do. Ask them if they can tell you the five liberties of the First Amendment. Ask them if they can tell you what the Supremacy Clause means. Ask them if they can tell you what part of the Constitution is the Supremacy Clause. Ask them what their oath to office will be. I mean, these are very simple questions, and I guarantee you 99% of them couldn't pass that test. Do they have courage? Can they display that courage? And is there is their involvement in politics sudden? Because I find that the more sudden it is, the more that it's not real <laughs> and propped up well, by somebody. Let me explain something to you. Mm-hmm. The office of the president required someone to be 35 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, in, in, in you know, 1780, 35 years old was the equivalent of probably 45, maybe 50 right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was a middle-aged person. So you were required to be that age, not because something magic happens when you turn that age, but because you would have a sufficient life history Mm -hmm. that people would look back and see how you lived your life to judge the fruits of your characters. If you're going to run for office, how you live your life is on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And I'm sick and tired of these people saying things like, well, you know, that's my private life. Mm. No, (laughs) your private life is an indication of who you are. You know, they had this problem with a U.S. uh, house rep who who was being brought up on charges of, of treason, bribery to Great Britain right before... The, or right before or during the, um, the War of 1812, right? Mm-hmm. And Samuel Adams says he was not surprised by the fact that this guy was betraying his country because everybody knew he cheated on his wife. <laughs> exactly. He said if he'll cheat on his wife, he'll cheat on his country. And they're right. They're right. That's exactly why when dictators take over a country, Mm -hmm. the first thing they do is kill the other side's traitors that helped him take it over. (laughs) Because if if you were a traitor to your own country, you're going to be a traitor to me too. Yep. Yep. Right, exactly. By their fruits. By their fruits, you shall know them, right? Right, exactly. I mean, that's not just Bible verse. Yeah. That's human nature. Yep. Yes. Yes. If you don't know some, if you can't judge somebody's character by the way they conduct themselves, mm-hmm. then then there's no other way to to judge their character. And character is just as much running for office as yep. political party. But we have come to a point where that's not the case. Yeah, people are more worried about a political party than who the character is. And by the way, let me just slip in here. That does not mean 
that you're wrapping yourself in the Christian flag and, and praying to Jesus every time you take a breath and touting yourself as some religious piety. Mm-hmm. People who do that, people who run for office, mm-hmm. and they use their religion as an indication of who they are, mm-hmm. I'm under the very strong experiential perspective that those people are hiding something. They're not actually who they say they are. Boom. Yeah. Yes. You know, when a politician has mm-hmm. the nerve to stand up and say, Ten seconds. well, what I did was immoral and what mm-hmm. I did was unethical, but it wasn't against the law. Oh, geez. Oh. You know exactly yeah, who they that's are. that's Boehner. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We so appreciate you. Help Chris Ann out. LibertyFirstSociety.com. LibertyFirstSociety.com. Thank you so much. God You're a bless gem. You. You're a gem. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Be right back. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hey, everybody, as we enter into 2024, this is really important. The banking crisis, which is kind of remaining kind of quiet, except for smaller banks are are failing as more centralized banking even happens at these levels right now that we're seeing. That's why we saw some of the bank closures uh, last year. As this enters stage two, this is really, really important. Investors are relaxed right now because they think the banking crisis is over, but it's really a big mistake. History shows that major financial crises unfold in stages and have a quiet period between the initial stage and the critical stage when it's too late to do anything. The next forecast that's coming, the more acute stage two of the banking crisis is coming after a quiet period, right? We know this. It's coming. Birch Gold is writing about this. They understand that there's this quiet period right now. This is the time, you guys, get everything you have at least backed by gold. It won't cost you anything, which is amazing. You can take advantage of this, at least get the information. Your IRAs, your retirement, are they short up? Are they backed by anything important, by any by any gold? Um, and make sure you buy gold and silver from Birch Gold. These are the people I trust, okay? And I love them. Um, you guys out there that have that have done this are saying such fantastic things about Birch Gold. I knew you would. And, of course, Ron Paul, Steve Bannon, uh, Ben Shapiro. These are all the people that use Birch Gold for a reason. They have a stellar reputation. Please text 989898. That's the phone number, 989898, those six digits. Text my name, Kate, as the message on your phone. And when you do that, you'll get some free information to look at. Please do this, okay? Just get the free information. Information is free, and, you know, you can't go wrong with information. And at least you'll have some answers on if this is something you should do, too. Thanks, you guys. Birch Gold is amazing. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. I really appreciated her. Um, that was just a great segment. And I, I'll put that in a separate podcast. Share that, please. Please share that. It's been one of the most frustrating things I think we've done on radio is to be a conservative talk show and have to talk about our own side doing what they're doing to us. Yeah. And, and we're just the deliverers of the information. We're not the ones doing it. And when you finally realize that the wind doesn't provide, it's always about the wind, the wind, the wind, we have to win the, we have to win the house back. They always say that. 
but it doesn't matter because we don't do the right thing. When the left has the house, they move forward. When the right has the house, we do nothing. It's the same as moving forward. So there's a big immigration bill sitting in Congress. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Republicans won't allow it to pass, Mm -hmm. and the Democrats want it. And yesterday, they yanked Jay Johnson out of his bed Mm -hmm. and had him on the circuit. And here's what he said. He said, we need to stop pointing fingers at each other. Mm -hmm. This is a good bill, and the Republicans need to help pass it. it, How much more hypocritical... We need to not be pointing fingers at each other. The Republicans need to pass it. Come on. I know. No, I, know. I, I mean, this is I the know. kind of thing we deal with it's, constantly it, with these people. Let me ask you something, Milty. Am I anti-Trump? I get this. I get this right now. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. You're not anti-Trump. You're nope. not anti-Biden. You're anti-corrupt government. Yeah, I'm anti I mean, I can't stand Biden. I've always thought he was a complete joke, loser, long career. The guy has no integrity. And I mean zero integrity. And I say that sincerely because Biden has a history of having zero integrity. I actually like Trump. Personally, I like Trump. I love, I actually like his personality a lot. And I think he's a, I think he's a man who has actually tried to do a lot of good. And he does a lot of, his employees love him. That's a really good sign, by the way. Your employees like you. And there's a lot of terrific things I could actually say about Trump. Now, you might be surprised to hear me say that because as of late, I've been saying, no, both sides, that that we are in a bigger Truman show. Yeah, than we realize. but yeah. either way, whether yeah. you like Biden or I like, like Trump, it, that's not the issue. The yeah. issue is the president of the United States only has a certain amount of authority. And yeah. all the promises in the world mean nothing if they can't get Congress to do it. And it, it doesn't matter who's in the seat. No. Because they're not running it. <laughs> Biden isn't running anything right now. And when Trump gets in, he won't actually be running it. No. He'll be the face of it. He'll say a lot of things, but he won't be running it. And that's the that's the disconnect that it's hard for me to say that because I know I'll lose listeners when I do that. I know I know it. But it's the truth. And I'm here for the truth. I'm not here for popularity contest. Now, when I say I like him... Would I want to go to dinner with him? Yeah, of course. I'd want to talk to him. Yes. Um, But that's not what you're supposed to judge the presidency on. But everybody out there is going, do I want to go to dinner with this guy? (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) You're not you're not voting to go to dinner with him. You don't have to like him or dislike him. But but I'm telling you that we're not seeing the bigger Truman show being played out right now. That's all. Yeah. And that's always the case. It's I mean, just hard. It's hard to be in this position because like, do I tell the truth or do I care about how many listeners I have? I don't care about how many listeners I have. I really don't. <laughs> what really needs to happen is that the people need to understand who mm-hmm. actually has the authority to do things. Yep. Who has the authority yep. to spend money? Even when a bill passes. Yeah, I know. It doesn't mean it's going to get funded. They yeah. can still stop it by saying, yes. we're not paying for it. Yeah. Go ahead. You want it? If Trump gets in, there's probably always going to be a small part of me, a little part of me that goes, all right. Yeah. 
because I live in this world and because I am looking at the same media you are and I understand how many times they've unjustly gone after him or what have you, I totally get that. There's a part of me that goes, yeah, because do I, if I have to listen to Nimrod fall down the stairs, yeah. like, you know, speak again or fall down the stairs again or or eat ice cream again, I'm going to I'm going to jump off a bridge. So, yeah, there's a part of me that goes, "Ooh, maybe there's a chance the renegade can the renegade in Trump can do something if there's a, a renegade in there. The part of me that <laughs> talks to me uh, is <laughs> when everybody hates him. There's got to yeah, be yeah. a reason. Yes. And so there's, there's always going to, right? There's always going to be that small part of yeah. you that goes, oh, okay, this is good. This is good. And I know there's a part that cheers in yeah. you. I of know course. there is. Now, some people are cheering louder than others. And I get that. I'm trying to point out, because of my job, I'm trying to point out the bigger Truman Show. And a lot more people are going, are we getting played by all of this? If they know it's fake, why is everybody still running for office like yep. this? That's the question. Be right back. Be done. This is the Kate Daly Show. The world I used to say. I never thought to ask him all the way. With the good book in hand, I can find the promised land. Yep. Show me the way. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I'm going to tell you to text Birch Gold. And the reason I'm going to tell you to text them is because they have new information. They've always got new information coming out. And you need to get this. Please text on your phone right now. I know it's in your hand. Don't lie. <laughs> I know it's in your hand. 989898. Okay, that's the phone number. Six digits, they repeat, 98, 98, 98. And then please just put my name, Kate, four letters, K-A-T-E, in the message. And please send that off and get some really good information on what to do financially. It's free. There's no, like, pressure or anything. It's just going to give you some information. You can act on it or not, but it doesn't cost you anything to get everything shored up. Buy gold. So not sure what you're waiting for because this is your window. I have a lot of guests on the show. We do. And we talked about this a lot, about within the next two years, getting digital currency. I don't know when they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And I know that, like the Great Depression, it's easy for them to wipe stuff out when they do it. They might give us something for doing it. Things might go on there. I don't know what the situation is going to be, but I'd be ready regardless and get it backed by gold. That's what I would do. Text 989898, buy some gold and silver from them. They're awesome. And just put in my name, Kate, okay? You can get uh, up to $10,000 worth of free gold and silver. And I don't see anyone else giving you that. (laughs) So, you know, find out how that can work for you and how you can get that. Let's talk about that song for just a second. Let's talk about what Chris Ann Hall said. It's unpopular for us. I'm just, we're just being truthful here. It's unpopular for us to to talk about our own side. Because if you notice all the other talk shows it's that are syndicated it's it's very much a it's they're they're doing this to us and we're just good people trying to get something done isn't that the narrative absolutely okay so the republicans want everything that's good and the democrats are keeping us down 
Mm. I don't know of a bigger lie. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? My first evidence is I live in a Republican state and our state is screwing the individuals in Utah over and over and over and over again. And they're taking away liberty and freedom left and right. and, And it's disgusting. And I can't ignore that. And that was my first eye-opening awakening to the party, real party system in, in work, like the, in, in action. It's kind of like having two football teams mm-hmm. and two coaches. And the one coach tells you his team is the best. Uh-huh. They've lost every game, but <laughs> he's still saying they're the best. Mm-hmm. And the other coach knows mm-hmm. he's winning, so mm-hmm. he says, we're the best. Uh-huh. And the other guys are never going to win. Mm-hmm. you know. And they push that on us to the point where we don't really see what's going yeah. on at all. Yeah, that's the truth. She made a really good point about asking the candidates you know, and the questions, the five liberties in the First Amendment. The thing I've noticed on the radio, if I'm being honest... When I interview people and I, we always go oh. <laughs> for 13 years, I ask Republicans when they come in to interview and I'm not poking fun because I think it's a thing that they get told to say, but who do you admire in politics? What do they say? Milty? What's their first, what's the first person they reference? Ronald. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah. I like Ronald Reagan. I do too. He's funny. He was funny. He was great. Good he actor. Was a, he was a great face of the country, but he didn't run the country. No. His secretary of state did a lot of damage and all these people under him did a lot. Bush was his vice. He was running the country, you guys. It wasn't Reagan. So when they say that, I go, you know nothing. You know nothing. You're here because somebody prepped you for this interview and somebody told you that Reagan's a nice, safe answer. And everyone will go, I love Reagan. Okay, that is not an answer. <laughs> But every time I hear it, I go, now I know the depth of your perception in politics. Now I know. Every single time somebody says that, that's what I'm thinking. You know, here's another one. What's up? When the president gets elected, Uh what position is his wife elected to? Well, in our state, it's uh, a (laughs) co-governor. Yeah. (laughs) The reality is the wives are not the president. Mm -hmm. They're just Mm -hmm. the wife. Yeah. You know, the Mm -hmm. three, Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama, Melania Trump, and Joe Biden had lunch the other day. Did you hear about that? No. And they were getting rowdy. And Michelle Obama says, my husband hates America. Mm. And Melania says, well, my husband loves America. Uh And Joe said, my husband doesn't even know he's in America. (laughs) The wives are... They're an accessory. They're, that's it's, it. It's, it's who they're married to. Has, but they've taken these roles. And not only have they taken the roles, yep, but yep. now we get told all the time that uh-huh. Michelle Obama could be president. He could be president? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. That would be a first of many things in the presidency. That would be the, the first of a certain kind. Yeah. That's how they're going to do it. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, what's funny about that is even even people that would have never questioned that are now starting to put two and two together on that. Yeah. Thank you, the late Joan Rivers, <laughs> uh, for bringing that to everyone's attention before they killed her off. Yeah. Um, and I say that lightly, but with a little concern that that was the truth. Um, so the religious card is played a lot. And uh, Chris Ann Hall talked about this. And here's another reason why people will go, oh, Kate, why are you saying those things? 
if they're if they're pushing religion down your throat there's something wrong. And I'm glad she addressed that because we always want to hear that somebody believes in God. It gives you their sort of moral compass, which is great. I'm not saying that's not great. It's great. It's great. The The but, problem with having a moral compass uh-huh. is that you still have to know which way is north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with parameters. Yeah. <laughs> so... So there's two reasons, there's two things that people say when they're trying to get into office. And number one, they say, I believe in God, and they, they go on and on, and, and that's one. And you should kind of look for maybe some warning signs with that, too, when they're, when they're doing it overblown or kind of fakeish. The other thing is, I was in the military, therefore you should vote for me. You name me one time when that military career worked in our favor and actually helped them help us get liberty back. It never has happened. It doesn't happen, ever, ever in 100 years. The military career has nothing to do with their service or their knowledge. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You have about a minute. Hey, Kate. Hi. Can we have, uh, uh, sorry, a minute? Yeah. Better can hurry. We, uh, <laughs> t- uh, can we talk Constitution here for a second? Okay. A lot of people think that the president has king-like powers. Not the case. No. Look at it. The Congress is representing us. We write the laws and submit them to Congress to be evaluated whether they're constitutional or not. After it's passed by the Congress, Mm -hmm. the president Mm -hmm. executes what the Congress passed. In other words, he's the Congress's executive for what we, the people, wrote as laws. Now, the thing is, Since we abdicated our responsibility as the people, Mm -hmm. we abdicated it to think tanks who do not have our best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. So we need to get involved. We need to start writing our own laws. We need to start submitting them to Congress or our local Mm -hmm. representative bodies, et cetera, et cetera. Start with your city. Mm Mm-hmm. Board of Aldermen, City yep. Council, Thank you. whatever. Thank you. And start yep. making sure Thank you. they Thank you. I, I, I got to go to a break. <laughs> it's the longest sentence yeah. ever. I got to go to a break. Anyway. You know what? The, here's the deal. That's a great call. Great call. No one in the House of Representatives <laughs> is an expert in anything. They're just people. The senators are just people, and yet they run the country like they're all experts in everything. We the people. Be right back. Hey, Dally. This is the Kate Daly Show. Cool. White trash trailer park growing up in the middle of the good old USA. Everybody's story, right? But the Randy Lance said, Good Uncle Sam was ahead of me. Then I have to pay. 
Love it. Listen, uh, welcome back. And of course, we've got somebody on the line, so we'll take a call or two. And Activate FIQ is awesome. It's a great place to get all your supplements. I'd go there rather than um, over the counter. I would not buy stuff at Walmart and Walgreens and CVS. That stuff's watered down, I think. Um, And I don't think the absorption's good. Uh, Activate FIQ, it absorbs in your body. Try their new histamine for allergies. I'm already starting to get them because I can feel my voice is changing a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not Peter Brady changing, but, you know, changing. (laughs) I can feel it. And uh, I hope that's not a precursor to losing my voice again. That's a terrible thing for a talk show host. It is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you can't talk, um, and it's happened. But anywho, um, just wanted to tell you, activatefiq.com. Code word is Kate. There's only a couple of brands that I would ever buy um, where they're, I know their processing is good. And there's like just over 80 real brands out there. Activate FIQ is one of the three that I would do. And Activate FIQ is incredible. So I'm just telling you. Yep. Do you remember what you were doing on this day last year? Uh-uh. Yeah. You weren't doing anything. This day last year didn't exist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Just thought I'd remind you that. Well, thanks. Yes, I guess you're right. February 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, this day yeah. was the 1st of you, March. You got an extra day. So what are you going to do with it yeah. for our country? <laughs> I hope something good. Um, also, we, have a, we do have a caller. But again, the time of this show changes on Monday. And I'm just letting everybody know. Please, it changes on Monday. It goes back two hours. Adjust your clocks. I'm so sorry to do that to everybody. I have to do this change. I have to do this change because otherwise East Coast stations cannot take us live and they need to get this information too because it's daily content. They can't play it the next day. By the time they'd get the files for the show, it would be the next day. I'm just being honest here. So please go with us to 1 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Eastern, please. Okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. Um, I was just wondering, um, I don't know if you've talked about this before or not, but did you hear um, the conversation that um, Romney had with CNN about whether he'd vote for Biden or Trump? (laughs) Let me go. No, go ahead. Tell me about it. Oh, he's such a disgrace. Tell me about it. Yeah. Of course, he, he said he wouldn't vote for Trump of because of foreign policy or something. Uh-huh. Anyway, it was it was pretty ridiculous of what he was saying. But yeah, I was hoping you'd heard it. I hadn't. But Romney, I would imagine this is me imagining he would probably profit off of war. And so, of course, if Trump said that he did not want to go to war, but negotiate with people, which is usually what he does say, then Romney would have a big old problem with that. You know, Romney's been involved with the Ukraine. So I would imagine that there's high stakes there for Romney and Romney doesn't have much character. And so I would imagine that that would be why. Yeah. Lots of money. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I I was surprised how he. Yeah. I'll listen. Answered. So I, yeah, hope you. you hope you get to see it. It was just yeah, a short clip on I it. Will. So. I try to avoid oh. CNN at all costs, but I will. I will I will actually do that for you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> appreciate great. it. Thanks. I uh, really appreciate that. Um, I love all your tips and, and I'm, I'm actually really bummed. I, I have been um, guest hosting InfoWars for about two and a half years and I won't be able to continue on doing that because it, it competes with my own show as far as the time slot. And um, that time slot was always at 1 p.m. Mountain, and I won't be able to do that anymore. They're going to try to find other ways for me to um, share 
my analysis on there um, for that audience, which I love the audience, three and a half million, four million people. Uh, they're amazing. And um, I'll, we'll try to figure out a way because I don't want to not be there, but it's now going to compete with my exact show time. So there's not much I can do. Um, and I'm bummed. I'm really bummed about it, actually. And they were bummed, too. So I'm, we're bummed together. Um, so the religious card, if we could just get past that and the military career, it, those things don't matter, but they've been a big carrot for far too long, right? In politics, what are we going to do about that? Because it sells. There are good, moral, ethical people who do not practice Christianity. They do exist. But I'd, I'd like them to believe in God, at least. No, of course. I mean, And they may believe in God, just yeah. not the Christian God. <laughs> but my point is, is that when you're standing up there mm-hmm. and, and known to be a corrupt politician talking about your faith in God or being a Catholic like Biden does, mm. it just... It's disgusting. Romney and I are the same religion, but ugh. You can't be Catholic and and say abortion is okay. I know. It's not possible to be both. I know. Um, So here's the deal. And and it used to be a big deal because you could tell you when you're when you're hiring a politician and you're electing them to office, a big tell was how they felt about Christianity because you could kind of get a sense of their moral compass. Mm We're now going to have to really revert, and, and I think it's good if they believe in God. I believe in God, so I would love to see that. Is it is it necessary right now as much as having courage and knowing the Constitution and knowing the job? Now, the job is, honestly, look at what the founders built. It was based on the, 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 a lot of the principles of Christianity. So, yes, it would be good if they had the knowledge of both. But I think when we're quizzing people and you're trying to get to know them, if they occupy the conversation with religious religion only to try to get favor from you and not be able to say, say, the five pillars of of the First Amendment, like Chris Ann Hall mentioned, right? Uh, press, religion, assembly, petition. What's the other one? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm missing one. Speech. Uh, speech. Thank you. <laughs> the very thing we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the very most important thing. Um, those five pillars. If they can't answer those questions. So the preoccupation with how do you show me your Christian colors versus show me that you know how to do this job because it's a very hard job now. And because you're going to be threatened, we need to know that you have a backbone and courage. We need to know that you can be the lone voice in the room is more important now than even the preoccupation with telling you how they feel because they're trying to just win favor in some ways. Now, it's good to get to know somebody, and I think that's great, and I want to hear about how they feel about God. Don't get me wrong. I want to know because it'll tell me a lot about their their character and how they answer the question, but I'm also very aware that way more of the conversation has to take place, too, to get my favor, not just Christianity and military career. I could care less if you were in the military. Oftentimes, the military career just tells me you were a yes man. I don't want that. I don't want, I don't want that. I want the lone voice in the room that stands up. Okay. Now people in the military have displayed courage. I'm not saying that. I probably just opened a can of worms there. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that is not the selling point for that. The fact that you know the constitution and you know what needs to be done in Washington. Doesn't always tell that tale. 
We'll talk about this. Open the phone lines. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Thanks a lot.